0: Um, Umket Industries proudly presents The Dixie Stenbergen Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater A Pendant Production In the autumn of 1944, President Franklin D. Roosevelt's clandestine squadron of P-47 Thunderbolt struggled in their mission to defend the free world from Nazi villainy. This squadron was known as Brassy Battalion, and this is their story. Tonight's episode, The Clash of the Comrades. When we last left our hero, Dixie Stenberg, she had just run to the side of the recently recovered Thomas Galen, who in his medicated haze, let slip his newly discovered feelings for Dixie. You can't blame me. I wasn't even lucid. Unfortunately, one Miss Lily LaRue was also by Thomas's side at that very moment, and the news was received with no small amount of shock. Listen.
1: What was that?
2: A gasp of no small amount of shock.
1: Lily, listen, I can
2: explain. You've been sneaking around behind my back. We would never. So just how long has this been going on?
1: About 40 minutes. Don't you lie to me. I ain't lying. No wonder Thomas was always deferring to you. Now hold on, that's his job. And yours, too, I might add. Oh, so now you're going to order me to give you my boyfriend, is that it? Stripes in a bonnet. We decided we weren't going to do nothing about it until things were right between you two. And what's right for us is for him to be with you, is that it? Is that what I said? Why don't you listen to the words I'm actually saying?
2: I am tired of you bossing me around.
1: Well, after three years now, you'd think you'd be used to it.
0: In the sweltering Mexican heat... With emotions frayed and patience strained, Lily had heard
3: enough. Ow! Ow! Tarnations! I haven't seen anything like this since the, the, the great peach picking pilfer of twenty-nine.
4: What's going on? Lily is fighting Dixie over something she doesn't really want.
5: Pardon? Things. I don't get get them. So dumb. Uh,
6: you're okay at all? Well, that's uh, like the Dickens. But I think I'll be alright. Mm, thanks to Frank. Just doing my duty, Tom. Yeah, well, um You'll need to keep your strength up, right?
5: So, uh here, I, I made some pasta uh chili. I made chili. Oh, I really don't think I could. You're all skin and bones, Tom. Ee. What that? You can't feed him
3: that. The man is already ill. That's cruel and unusual. Damn! what has gotten into you? You know, Bob, I've had
5: just about enough of that.
2: Well,
3: that's a right shame, son, because there's plenty more where that came from.
5: Hey, is that some kind of threat?
3: Well, I don't know, son. If it were, would you be bright enough to pick up on it?
0: In the torrid Mexican heat, with stress high and nerves shot, Joey
5: had heard enough. Well, that ain't a fair fight. Joey's half his age. Do not count out, Mr. Pearson, Frank. He was a champion of fisticuffs in the amateur boxing circuit.
6: How do you know that? Try reading the personnel files sometime. Corny's gonna get what's coming to him anyways. He ain't been nearly as southern gentlemanly to Joseph as a southern gentleman should be. Those are the consequences of reaching for goals out of your league. And just what's that supposed to mean?
5: It means some of us, with proper educations, might be better off not intermingling with you less educated lot.
6: I'm plenty well educated. You're a goofus. I saved Thomas. You nearly And you're not trustworthy. You're withholding information. I have orders. Stuff your orders. That ain't a fair fight either. Ain't nobody in this room can hold their own against Dix in a brawl.
5: Miss LaRue is in the right. Dixie betrayed her.
6: She'd never do that. And if you think she would, then you're the goofus.
5: A betrayal is a betrayal.
0: You're the one to talk. In the oppressive Mexican heat, with SCAR on the loose, and everyone's lives on the line, Frank had heard enough.
7: (laughs) What is happening? Benedict. Thomas, you are wounded. No, I'll be fine, I think. As soon as I figure out what's going on out there. All of this fighting is crazy. A nice way to welcome you back, yeah? I go away for a short time and return and hangar is now wrestling ring? This is madness. You want wrestling? I show you
4: wrestling. But, well, uh, Thomas is wounded, so... I suppose that only leaves me. But I... Alright, alright, if we must. Just watch the goggles on no foreign objects. (laughs)
0: And now, a word from our sponsor. The caffeinated sensation of 1944! You mean that most delightfully fizzy and effervescent of drinks, um, cola? Yes! Delightful! But no! Uh, uh... I don't understand.
8: Aren't there days when you'd like a fine caffeinated beverage with so much caffeine and is only recommended for able-bodied adults and not for children, the elderly or the infirm? You're putting me on. No sir, I say I am not. You need to upgrade from um cola to um coffee. Good heavens, am I behind the times? I'm not sure, chum. Would you mind telling me what time of year it is? Well, it is autumn, sir, the last time I checked. Yes, yeah, autumn, beautiful autumn, with its colored leaves and outdoor activities. I do
0: so love it.
8: Well, you know it has its drawbacks, just like every rose has its thorns. Ouch! We dread those chilly days, biting, burr-inducing days, when it's mighty hard to be comfortable.
0: Mighty hard. But more and more people are finding a way of keeping themselves warm and refreshed. Warm and... And refreshed. Only in America can you get that kind of service.
8: Stay warm and refreshed, there's no need to be nervous. Drink at our behest with American service. And who brings you that fine American service? Um Industries. Yes, and a frequent cup of delicious new Um Coffee, properly made as the ideal autumn drink. Although
0: fine in any season, I imagine.
8: You do and it is. And concerning the important business of
0: making it properly... Let's get the man who knows. I say, let's get the man who knows. Well, isn't this peculiar? Dear listeners, we had intended to have the dean with us today.
8: The dean of
0: learning. The dean of many a mainstay of higher education. But it would seem... It would seem the dean did not have his own coffee this morning and has missed being here for this fine advertisement. That's what skipping your own coffee in the morning will get you. But... Whoever could tell us about the important business of making um coffee properly.
9: Fear not, dear listeners. The amazing Noel is here to answer all of your questions. He's amazing.
8: He's astounding. Not a charlatan, not confounding. The amazing Noel.
0: The amazing Noel?
8: Famed mentalist and
9: futuristic predictor
8: extraordinaire?
9: The very same. But what do you know about coffee? Coffee? Specifically, mm, coffee and the way it should be properly prepared. Yes, of course. There is no question too great for the amazing Noel to divine. It is important to make um coffee properly, and it's easy too. Simply be sure to allow for the dilution of the um coffee crystals. Crystals. Mm-mm. And always use a blend that is extra rich in flavor. No paw flavored coffees. Absolutely none. And the blend that has the delicious, full-bodied goodness that you need is um coffee. Here's,
1: Here's a, cup a, for for a cup for you and a cup for me. me. Let's, let's give, give everyone cups of
0: um, coffee! And the amazing Noel would know, because he's
9: amazing. And a famed mentalist! Why, my very name lets you know that I know all. <gasps>
8: Genius. Use your amazing mentality to tell us more about um coffee!
9: Mmm, <laughs> yes, yes, I'm getting something! Um coffee is? Yes? What is it? It's unusually rich in flavor because it is based on the choicest coffees in the world. Based on? Sounds delectable. And you get the superb blend at the peak of its goodness because Um Coffee is guaranteed fresh by Umket's dating plan and rapid delivery system.
0: They have a dating plan.
9: There is no danger of flat, stale, or rancid taste. I hate rancid taste. Yes, I knew that about you. And with dating and rapid delivery, there is no need for a high-priced container. Instead, Um Coffee uses an inexpensive paper sack. Sack it to me. And the consumer gets the savings. That's um Kit for you, always trying to save their customers money. And now, you get a double savings. Due to increased sales and resulting economies, this superb blend can now be sold at... The lowest price in history. (gasps) (gasps) You will buy a sack of home coffee tomorrow. Astounding! Give us one more prediction. I can tell you, dear listeners, that the family coat of arms is coming back. It will be the new fad of 1945. Unearth yours now and be ahead of the trend. That's amazing, Noel. I know!
0: We now return our program, where Benedict has just flung his massive, muscular body into the fray, ah! bypassing Freudenberg entirely to land directly in the middle of the six belligerent pugilists.
4: Oh, thank goodness for that. I'm a
0: lover, not a fighter. The brawny Russian placed his bulk between combatants, took the hits, and put them down for the count.
2: Uh, enough!
7: Uh, No more!
0: Uh, uh. (coughs) When the dust settled, Benedict was the last man standing.
8: Hey!
7: Uh,
0: The last person standing. Mm. His uniform was torn and ripped. Sweat dripped from his every pore, but his breathing was calm and even. His eyes filled with disappointment. The corners of his mouth turned down in the
7: slightest of frowns. We are adults. Allies. Friends, this behavior is unbefitting Brassy Battalion, who I know to be good people. I am proud to be here, but you make me ashamed. You should be ashamed. This is not how we behave. If we fight ourselves, what do we have left to fight the enemy with? And what is more important? Petty arguments? Or stopping evil and hatred from spreading around the world?
0: A quiet stillness settled over the hangar, as Brassy Battalion let Benedict's words sink in. Shame in their hearts, and guilt on their faces.
7: Cornelius, you are wise.
3: This is unlike you. Oh, I'm wise. Wise to his games, all right. He's got no place near my essay.
5: So, the truth finally comes out. You think I ain't good enough for her?
3: Because you aren't. And she's got better things to do than to teach you how to cook. Why, if she ever wants to walk again, she needs to be a... You
5: push her too hard. I'm
3: going to push on her as hard as I need to, because she's my daughter.
5: She's her own woman.
3: She... uh, I... uh, You...
5: And you got to respect that, Pops. You... I know she's your little girl. I do. She's a fine day... She's a fine lady now. You can't be bossing her around all the time. She can make her own decisions.
1: Did somebody replace Joey when I wasn't looking? Mr. Scott... Joseph. That
5: Ain't no woman before that could have ever got me into a kitchen. She's opened up my eyes. She's... Breathtaking. Perhaps. Just
3: maybe I was wrong about you, son.
5: Yeah, just maybe.
3: Well, there is a first time for everything. I... I have a confession to make.
6: Daddy? Uh,
3: Your pasta primavera would have done just fine.
6: Nah, I appreciate
5: what you're trying to do, but the spices were... All
3: my fault. I... I sabotaged it when you weren't looking. Daddy! I feel sheepish about it.
5: my Gherkin.
3: I'm sorry. I I hope you can forgive an old man who's just uh, scared of losing all he's got left in this world.
5: Water under the bridge, Pops. You gotta know she's an angel to me. I'd treat her like a queen.
3: You already do, son. Be honest, that's part of why I was so scared.
5: I really care about you, Essie.
6: Daddy?
1: Father couldn't
3: desire any better for his daughter.
1: Well, ain't this touching? Mm,
7: Miss Dixie, I especially expected better from you.
1: Me? I'm the one who got attacked.
7: You did not have to fight back.
1: Least I pulled my punches or Lily'd be paced by now. You stole my boyfriend. I
2: did not. Ladies,
7: please try to be calm.
2: Miss Lily. What do you want? Decided you haven't thrown enough rejection at me for one day. What?
1: Everyone knows you rejected him. Today
4: it was the other way around. Lily was worried about Thomas. The older. She came to me. Seeking comfort. Lily.
2: It's true. I'm, I'm sorry, Thomas. I'm just so confused and...
4: You should tell him what you told me.
2: Why? What good will it do?
4: He has a right to know the truth.
2: Tommy, I... I think I made a mistake. I was hurt and angry with Friedemann, and... And my whole life, no one's ever approved of what I've done. Singing and dancing in the cabaret, learning to fly, joining the battalion. Everyone... Everyone always told me no. Or that I couldn't. Or shouldn't. That it wasn't my place. It wasn't right. It wasn't normal.
6: It was not your fault, Miss Lily. I was worried.
4: worried out of my mind.
6: War does that to people. I had to bury it all these years just to get by day to day. And look, by hiding part of my life, it almost cost Tommy his life. You recognized your error of an
4: counted, boss, but I did not. I asked Miss Lily to resign. My own insecurities got the better of me. And for that, Miss Lily, you can never know how truly and deeply sorry I am.
2: I overreacted. I'm oversensitive to it all, and I know that, but sometimes I can't help it, and I just get so angry. I'm sorry I broke up with you. I'm sorry my feelings for Thomas got confused. He was just being a good friend to me. I'm sorry I hurt either of you. I'm... I'm
1: sorry, Lily. when I pulled Tommy out of the plane, I think we both realized something we'd been burying for a while. We both resolved right then not to do anything about it until we talked to you. The last thing we ever wanted to do was hurt you.
2: <sighs> I know the feeling.
0: What? refused to let myself entertain thoughts of Dixie because
6: I, I knew you needed me, Lily.
0: And I didn't want to
7: hurt you.
1: And Me? Well, I got a heap of issues that are none of anyone's business but my own. But I never intended any of this mess.
6: You never had a chance to tell Lily what you needed to tell her, Dix. Tommy was dying. You would have told her if you had the chance. I know you would have. You're as honorable as they come. Thanks, Frank. Unlike some others who ain't so honorable as they come at all.
5: Very well, Frank. You want me to disobey direct orders? Is that what you're asking of me?
6: Everyone here is putting their life on the line. I think it's the least you could do, considering. Technically, the
5: least I can do is what I already have. But no matter. The tip I received about the Scar base that sent us down to Mexico was from Nev. Nev? She has been... working undercover as a spy, feeding us inside information on Scar. But... but then why would she shoot me down? Geist listens in on all Scar and Zeta Squad transmissions. Nev would have compromised her cover if she'd let you escape. She tried
6: to kill me.
1: Actually, Tommy, the damage on your plane, it could have been a lot worse. I think... I think she might have done everything she could to give you the best chance to survive.
5: Now, how could she? After all we have been through... She knew that day might come. It was her one true reservation in signing up with us. But she wanted to do everything she could to help you. Once she was approached by Scar, she contacted us immediately and let us know the full situation. But
3: what about Bacchus' Quest request? When we had her captured... She said they were forcing her to- She
5: could not compromise her true cover, don't you see? She had to have plausible deniability when she returned to Scar. She wanted to help you. She was so driven, so determined. Rarely have I seen someone with such a narrow focus. Nothing else mattered to her. Nothing.
3: But that... That means... All this time... She still loves me.
4: What have I done to her?
1: And this is what I get for opening myself back up to someone. Oh, you
4: can't think like that, Miss Dixie.
1: I can and do.
4: Dixie, no, I. Ah, bollocks. This is an.
2: Involute
1: infliction.
0: This production has starred Renee Christine Jones as Dixie
6: Stenberg.
1: Just when you think the messes are getting cleaned up.
6: Mark Zarecor as Frank McGuff. Well, Dix, messes are messy things. Steve Anderson
0: as Reginald Billingsley.
9: And I'll make several more for you before we're through.
0: (laughs) Jeremiah McCoy as Archibald
5: Withersby. I do apologize to you all for my part in the altercation. What?! No, stop that.
4: Pete Mylin as Freudenberg. I said things just got a little out of hand, but cooler heads prevailed, and uh, no harm done, I think. Yeah.
0: Scott Finicum as Cornelius Robert Sims Pearson.
3: I am not so sure, son. I was abusive and downright barbaric, and I only hope Mr. Scalzetti will forgive me.
0: Anthony Piselli as Joey Scalzetti. Ain't nothing to worry
5: about, pops. We both care about what's best for Essie. And let's leave it at that. Aww. Oh,
0: this is sickening. Chris Britton as Thomas
3: Galen. Dixie, I didn't mean about Nev. I, what
4: I meant to say was, <laughs>
5: ouch.
4: Well, oh, That stinks. Yeah. Done that.
5: Now this is more like it.
7: Perry Whittle
0: as Benedict Teterchenko
7: Sometimes there is only one way to maintain calm. With violence on Instigator. <sighs> Alicia
0: Lane Matheson as Lily LaRue.
2: I never wanted to hurt anyone. Not Thomas, not Dixie. Least of all you Friedemann.
4: Oh Miss Lily. Mm-hmm. I'm back, baby. <sniffs>
0: Catherine Pride as Geist.
4: What a big cheese. First they all pummel each other and it gets to warming a villain's heart. And then they go and make up. It's just cruel, I tell you.
0: Justin Dobby as Volker. Now, now, not all of them.
8: There's still that matter with Thomas, Nevin Dixie to deal with. Ooh, good point. I made
4: popcorn.
8: Well, don't hog it. Pass it over.
0: Alicia Marie Bartonez, Esmeralda.
1: You two are horrible people. Uh, yeah, hi. We are the villains. You're you're taking pleasure in the pain of others.
8: Schadenfreude is a German word for a reason.
1: You're not even German.
8: And you're not even... Oh, wait a minute. Are you the southern girl in the wheelchair, or are you one of the really cute sisters? Uh, there's too many women on this show anyway. It's so confusing. Either
0: way, will you go out with me? Kristen Bayes as the Umquet Triplets.
1: You know what the show needs? More boys? More singing? More triplets? More coffee? More coffee. Oh, yes, more coffee. More coffee would be wonderful. You know what I love? I love coffee. Yes, coffee is great. Coffee is fantastic. I love coffee. I love boys, too, but I love coffee. I love girls. I mean coffee. Yeah, I love coffee. Coffee is wonderful. Oh, yes, coffee is grand.
0: Bill Young as the amazing Noel. I knew he was going to say that. Elaine Barrett as the robot.
1: I demand more
0: robot action. Amanda Fitzwater as Nebulon 2000.
1: You
8: are in no position to demand anything. You are at least seven production models behind me.
4: You'll get yours,
1: Nebulon. Him. Him. It's Nebulon 2000. Two.
9: Well, it doesn't take an amazing mentalist to see where this is going.
0: And Jeffrey Bridges as the commercial announcer.
9: <laughs> and if you want to be sure
0: to catch it all, well, keep your papers open with plenty of oom coffee.
1: Oh yeah, oom um, coffee, um, coffee is good, coffee is great, love coffee, oom mm, coffee. Whee!
0: This is Seth Sure. Stay tuned next time as the forces of SCAR and Brassy Battalion collide only at PendantAudio.com. You've been listening to a Pendant production of the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, brought to
9: you by Um Coffee. And remember... Fear not, dear listeners! The amazing Noel is here to answer all of your questions!
1: He's amazing! He's astounding! Not a charlatan,
8: not confounding! The uh, Amazing.
9: No. The blend that has the delicious full body goodness that you need is Boom Coffee.
1: Can We have some more coffee now, please.
0: Stay safe, America, and good night. Uh, Flat
2: chested uh, big mouth uh, I'm lady like.
8: Uh, this production was written by Jeffrey Bridges and directed by Seth Adam Scher, Assistant Director Jim Hamilton. Umkin Industries presents the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, created by Jeffrey Bridges, copyright 2009, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.
2: No, uh, feminine while if it uh, better written in the... Uh, uh, uh.